0: Garcia. I'm a holistic nutritionist and certified health and wellness coach and a Pilates instructor in the making.
1: This From the Heart podcast is presented by Orange Kiwi Consulting. The three most challenging transitions owners face, namely scale, sale, and succession, can often result in costly and confusing journeys. But the good news is it doesn't need to be that way. At Orange Kiwi, we help our clients succeed where others have failed by coming alongside them to help them navigate the challenges others simply aren't able to. We understand how to help you avoid that costly and confusing journey that comes with realizing the results that you really want. Visit our website today at OrangeKiwiLLC.com and use the code HLG2021 to book a complimentary 30-minute consultation and find out for yourself how we can help you gain greater clarity, confidence and control while experiencing less stress and more satisfaction.
2: Also, Marissa happens to be the daughter of one of my closest friends, Hector Garcia, who I've known for about a decade. Hector and I are, as we like to call each other, brothers from another mother. And uh, we, we check in with each other pretty regularly. And so, Marissa, it's nice to see you again. I know we've been a while since we've seen anybody really in person, but uh, we've had some really great conversations leading up to this. And it's just good to see you and have a chance to talk today. You've got... Uh, Well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, you know, where you live, where you grew up. I know you're Southern California native, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and background, and then I'm going to lead in with a few questions about kind of where you're at in life now.
0: Yeah, so I was born in Anaheim, and then when I was in New York, so I lived in New York most of my life. Um, I have always been into sports, like playing sports, active um loving nature and I I guess just recently I've really woken up what life truly means just discovering myself on another level and um yeah that's a little bit about me I love baking um I love dessert (laughs) I love food Mm -hmm. I definitely consider myself a foodie so yeah
2: awesome well, we'll jump right into it. I know we all are a product of decisions and choices and circumstances in our lives. I know you've had uh, a fair share of challenges. Uh, like all of us, some of them have had self-imposed. That's just the way it is for all of us. But before we dive into what those are, let's just talk first about what have you learned? I mean, you're, you're 25, 26?
0: 24. I just turned 24. 24.
2: All right. well, yeah. oh, happy belated birthday.
0: Thank you. Okay. So in,
2: in your 24 long years, you know, I, I sort of tongue in cheek. I'm 57. But, you know, when I was 24, I felt like I would lived a long life as well. And we're all, like I said, the experiences that we have, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned to this point that taking with you as you go forward?
0: Yeah. So I definitely think that would be um, knowing myself and honoring myself. I think for most of my life, I went and lived my life according to how how other people wanted me to live it Um, based on I was living my life based on other people's perception of me or what I thought their perception was of me, I base it off of the negative things I've had growing up. So I think the most important thing that I realized is that we can change that whole perception of our life because we each have our own perception so recently I learned that I need to honor myself and what does that look like in order to honor myself I have to sit with myself and really think about what it is I want to get out of life and who I am and retrain my brain and to realize that I am not all of those that people in the past I'm not other people's perceptions of me I am not Um, my thinking, I am not my thoughts. So the only thing from truly living my authentic life is my own perception, my own thoughts. So that has really changed my life. I had a little um, moment in time recently that when I was discovering all of this, I, I couldn't continue to sit on those thoughts because I was like, almost freaking out a little bit like, oh my gosh, like I am not who I thought I was. I am not this person who I have been living as, um, you know, and I realize that I get to create to be, and that has changed my life. And I don't, I can't see myself making any decisions in the future or going after something in life um, that doesn't align with who I truly am and who I want to be.
2: Was there a point in time where that can you can you think to a spot in your life for a time where that started to transition, where you went from, you know, I am who everybody says I am to know I am who I create myself to be?
0: Yeah, so I was in um, a relationship. for two and a half years, and we both had baggage that we were bringing into the relationship and I wasn't sure in who i was i didn't truly know myself i was just going along with you know whatever he wanted and what he wanted wasn't necessarily the best and i didn't feel like he aligned with my values but i wasn't aware of it at the time i kind of just went with the flow of things even though it really bothered me even though it didn't feel right within me just choices and decisions that um he was making or that i was making something just didn't feel right and um i just ignored it and i feel like that's a part of denying yourself when you know what you should be doing but you're not going along with that inner voice that you have with the authentic self that you know that you are so you just ignore it because you don't want change everyone's afraid of change i didn't want to have to go through change because i didn't know i had the fear of the unknown and um so eventually my body told me you know I can't do this anymore and I ended up breaking up with him out of nowhere he was literally broke up with him he came to my house and I didn't even realize what I did I was like oh my gosh like but I felt like it just took weight off of me in a way that I just kind
2: of knew right
0: yeah it's like an inner knowing and um so I ended up doing that and that you know, I embraced the change. Um, I I remember having this thought of, wow, I'm really going to have to let go and let God in this season of my life because I don't know what the unknown holds. It's scary, but I'm gonna choose to embrace it. I don't know what that is, but that means I get to create and so I. And um, it definitely didn't feel safe because my boyfriend was my comfort zone. Um, I told I, I him. And um, so that was a really big thing for me. And I went on this self growth path of, I read this book called Honoring the Self by Nathaniel Brandon. And that changed me. It went through all things childhood to what i have been believing about myself every time we don't make a decision that aligns with who we are we're denying ourselves every time that we act a certain way or where we do something we say yes to something we don't truly want to do we're denying ourselves um, and when we do choose things that align with our values and what we want for ourselves that builds our self-esteem that builds our self-confidence that helps us trust ourselves so even if it's scary, but you know that is what you are being led to do, do it, you know, and that is going to help you trust yourself. And then when you say yes to yourself and to what you know, you should be saying yes to, I feel like thousands of doors open, thousands of opportunities open, clarity comes, you feel like a completely different person, you feel transformed.
2: Had you realized this, let's say when you were 16, what would life have looked like 16 to 24 had you come to this realization back then
0: oh my gosh um (laughs) I have no idea but I honestly don't I think it took something having to happen to me to realize it took me having to say no to myself for so many years to finally realize that I can say yes to myself I can say yes to who I want to be I can say yes to my future self um, to the path in life that I want. I can follow my passions. I can I can do that. I hold the power to do that. And I also hold the power to deny myself and say no and live as almost like a people pleaser.
2: Yeah. How has your faith driven you? You mentioned God a minute ago. How has your faith driven this transition that you're going through?
0: Yeah, so I, I definitely think this has been a path of just stepping out in faith and even, even in the beginning of my journey with God back when I was 18, that's when my journey with God began. um, I feel like I have just been so thankful for those experiences that I've had and knowing that this is growing me, that He has a plan despite, despite anything negative that happens there is a plan there is a hope and to be thankful for every emotion that i feel because that means that he's blessed me you know with this life and he sees every day to not feel hopeless because he is our hope at the end of the day so he's always been my hope and um yeah it's been amazing
2: so that's awesome i love that observation you talk about gratitude how do you look at the experiences the first well, I'll just say six years of your adulthood, you're twenty four. Uh, obviously, you've lived longer than those six years, but you came adulthood it. how 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 can you express the gratitude you have for those tough experiences that you've been through They've shaped you?
0: Yeah, so, sorry, can you repeat the question?
2: Well, I'm just yeah. I mean, you you've ready just the, the growth process that you've been through over the last few years my, my gut from what you've shared now and in previous conversations that we've had is that you do feel gratitude, even, even though the, how can you look at those experiences that were tough with gratitude? What does that, what does that mean to you when I talk about just being grateful for the rough experiences you've had?
0: Yeah. So I know that when we are in a hard place or a dark place, it's hard to feel gratitude for it as we're feeling those negative emotions. Um, for me, so I, an abusive marriage actually that started when I was 18 years old um and my whole my gratitude revolved around God and just being thankful for what was happening and I didn't know what the outcome was but I knew that I could trust him through it all and um, honestly I didn't think that that marriage was going to end but um I realized that that I wouldn't be who I am without having gone through that. I wouldn't have found my passions for nutrition and holistic health preventative medicine, um, just for how we can heal ourselves through food. I wouldn't have found my passion if it wasn't for that experience. Because after I was taken out of that, I was having really bad panic attacks um, I couldn't even function. I couldn't drive to the gym. I couldn't. I couldn't work. I was even having panic attacks at home because my hormones were very off balance. And um, I, you know, chose to eat certain foods, and my body ended up healing itself. And that is my testimony. And that's how I found passion in holistic health. And how we can prevent disease and illness, and how our body truly can heal itself if we give it the right things. So um, I am extremely grateful for that situation. Like, I am so glad it happened. I yeah. never wish that it wouldn't happen. So I feel like for anyone going through a tough time, I just feel like in the future, you're going to be so thankful. I right. this- That is, you know, creating character within you. And that I think is what the hard times truly do. So we can be thankful for every moment in life, the good and the bad, because, like I said, the bad sculpts us to
2: become
0: a more authentic version of ourselves. Every situation that happens in life is only leading us to who we're meant to be.
2: So you're on this wellness path, which had to start somewhere. Do you remember? The tipping point, do you remember that point where you are like, okay, I'm on a, maybe, I don't know if it's, I'm using my words, not yours. I'm more of a, on a self-destructive path in my life. And now you're not, you totally flipped the switch. Do you remember the moment or the thought, or was it an outside individual that you talked to or something that just kind of triggered? Because all of us want to make changes in our lives, whether it's to our health, our career, our relationships, whatever it might be. And oftentimes there's that tipping point that we look at say, this just flipped the script for me. Was there something that stands out as like, okay, this this isn't working for me and you just woke up with a new lease on life or you had a conversation with someone, something in particular that, that triggered that change for you?
0: yeah so my whole life i feel like i was searching after what true health was i was in that stage of going to the gym excessively and having you know a lot of protein and trying to count my calories and trying to hit my macros because at that time when i was in high school that's what health was that's just what i learned that health was and then you know i tried all of the different diets and i was like okay what is health and um what is true health so i was actually having really bad ovarian cysts um that were excruciating and i knew that i had to cut out dairy in order for my hormones to be balanced because they were caused by an imbalance of my hormones um so so i ended up cutting out dairy and some animal products and it actually healed my ovarian cysts so that, yeah, it was amazing. And it healed my panic attacks, balanced out my hormones. When the doctor said I should go on birth control to balance out my hormones. So, and I took a course, a holistic nutritionist course. And when I was educating myself through that course, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, this is what health is. Like now that I know what it means to truly nourish my body, I don't think I can ever do anything that isn't nourishing my body. Yeah. So that was a huge factor was just learning about what food is what it's supposed to do for our body so um that was a really big factor as far as health and um and then when I was in my last relationship I was I was a mess I I couldn't function because I was just there was a lot of lies in the relationship and mistrust and I just felt like I could not I loved him, and so I wanted to be with him, but I could not get myself together.
1: Hello, my name is John Royce Lynch, founder and CEO of PCMA Private Client. As a former professional surfer and native of Southern California, I have always enjoyed Wahoo's Fish Tacos. When the pandemic hit, the response by Wahoo's was unparalleled, creating the California Love Drop by supporting frontline workers and those in need. On behalf of the PCMA Private Client community and our amazing team, it is an honor to be able to support this noble effort. To lend a hand and to learn more, please visit californialovedrop.org.
0: My health and wellness course taught me what true wellness is, and that is having an inner peace within yourself that is creating that space for you to have, you know, a strong mind and to acknowledge yourself, to acknowledge your stresses and your fears and what's bothering you to not suppress what that is to actually embrace those things and work through it. So that was a a point in time that changed me, but really, I think it all kind of happened once I ended that relationship in the past three months was a crazy self-growth process for me.
2: Are there mentors or any, any people in particular that stand out that really led you through and into this process?
0: Actually my friend Jacob, um, he, is um a truly amazing person and he when i was when i right when i ended the breakup he was able to send me certain articles about how to let go he's the one who he recommended a book to me called the six pillars of self-esteem by nathaniel brandon and so when i was going to order it this other book called honoring the self which is the one that i read i didn't end up reading the book that he recommended but i ended up reading the book that I saw called honoring the self and that is what changed my life he um, he he makes decisions that are just so true to himself and that inspires me so he has been a huge inspiration and I want to say mentor but he's he's my friend but he definitely I think has been in my life as a teacher as a way just kind of shining the light on where to go so that's been amazing
2: awesome how do you pay it forward? What do you What do you look for? I know I know you a little bit, uh, mostly through some conversations, but also a lot of conversations with your with your dad. Like I said, he's one of my closest and dearest friends.
0: Yeah. So I hope to be doing that through my coaching program, and um, it's like my story, what I've gone through, and what I've realized is what I know I can help other people do as well, because you know you can not be living for yourself until you know, you're much older in life and not realize that you can make decisions based on who you want to be. And so many of us sacrifice that part of ourselves for maybe other people, maybe other people we want to please for, you know, people that we love, but in all reality, you know, um, saying regarding coaching is I want to help people become the best version of themselves mentally, spiritually, physically, and nutritionally. So that I'm passionate about all of those things and all of those things have changed my life. And I know throughout my life, I'm only going to continue learning all that I can about the mind, about the brain, about the gut, about nutrition, what it truly means, um, to be well. And so I know that I would love to help other people do that as well.
2: Yeah. What do you, um, what do you hope for going forward? So you talk about uh, wellness and and Pilates and these various goals that you have in the wellness industry. You're 24. Um, I hate to ask this question this way because it's so cliche, but put yourself at 30. Six years, what are you doing with your life and where what, what's what are these choices you're making now creating for you five six ten years from now?
0: Yeah, well, my long-term goal is to have my own wellness center where I can offer my baked goods that are completely guilt-free and actually very Mm -hmm. nourishing for your body. Um, I hope to also teach Pilates there, maybe have some Pilates instructors there, as well as my friend who um, wants to start a skincare line with me, an all-natural skincare line. So I hope to have like an all-around wellness center where you can go and do yoga, you can go and have a massage, you can go and have um, a skincare session, you can go, there's gonna be many different aspects to it. So that's my long-term goal. Um, also, I hope with that goal, I can give back to um, animals who are being mistreated um, by the farming industry. So that is a really big thing is that my, I know that one of my, something that I am completely convicted to do in this life is to help save animals that are mistreated, so I would like to donate to that. Um, my small goals going up to that is to create programs to help people who are hurting, people who are held back by their own thoughts and mind, people who are held back by their own ways of eating and their own choices that they aren't making for themselves. Um, I know that I can have, um, I can help them and programs that will help them online, um, I think, so I can reach people from all over the world
2: yeah can you talk about your understanding of and your interpretation of the balance between mental health and physical health and spiritual health kind of putting those all together
0: oh yeah definitely i know that's a big
2: part of what you do yeah
0: yeah i definitely believe from my own experience if our thoughts aren't healthy then the way we view ourselves aren't isn't going to be healthy the choices that we make is not going to be healthy it's not going to be to benefit us so i think first we have to start with the mind what are how do we see ourselves and how do we see our world of opportunities how do we see um like what thoughts do we have about ourselves are we constantly beating ourselves up are we constantly calling ourselves names in our head are we believing that we're not worthy of our goals are we are we are we self-sabotaging so First, we have to line up our thoughts with what is true. What is true is that, no, because we are alive and living, we are fully capable and worthy of meeting our dreams, of meeting where we want to be in life. Um, We need to start transitioning our mind to being open to the possibilities instead of being closed-minded, instead of, you know, waking up one day, starting off on the wrong side of the bed, and then the rest of the day follows. No, we have to change our thought process, because what we think is what we become, what we think in the beginning of our days is how our day ends up going. We have complete control of how our day goes. Um, We have control over ourselves and our thoughts, and our thoughts can create health, or I mean, it can create illness, or it can create wellness within ourselves. So there, it's scientifically proven that our thoughts affect our well-being our health. If we are constantly living in anxiety and a high state of stress, our health can decline instantly. So we have to be a coach to ourselves. We have to coach our thoughts and our minds because like I said, we are not our thoughts. We are not them. Our thoughts lie to us. So we need to focus on, you know, who we want to be. And then that ties back into spirituality. And for me, that's Jesus and God. And um looking at who he says I am that I am worthy of these things I am worthy of being the highest version of myself that's what he wants for us and that's what I should want too I know that he has a plan he can open up doors and opportunities that no one else can so I have to walk and I have to embody that if I want to embody freedom then I can embody freedom based on my thoughts and because Jesus says that You know, he has a life of abundance for us, not just in one aspect, but also mentally. He doesn't want us to live in held captive by our own thoughts and mind. He wants us to live in freedom because we have this life um, to fully embrace that. And then physically, you know, we try to be healthier and to to move and move our bodies to We have these certain ways that we want to look in everything. And we can sometimes give up. And that I think is all a resort of how we think, if we don't think we can do it, if we don't truly believe in our why, that we are worthy, that it's not going to come instantly, it's going to be a process. If we don't believe that we can, then we truly can. Yeah. So
2: I heard a quote this morning, but you are not the thinker. You are the thought or you are the thinker, not the thoughts. Exactly. And so we aren't what we think. We are we we, we can think our what because thoughts become things and thoughts become actions and so forth. So what do you think? As a twenty four year old, and I hate to, I'm not harping on that because it's young, I'm just saying I'm you know, it's been thirty three years since I've been your age. What are most of your peers thinking about right now? So I mean, you've got friends your age, and you talked about Jacob, and I know you have other friends your age as well. What do you see in your age group right now that you would like a message that you'd like to share with others maybe in their 20s that are just not they haven't figured it out yet a lot of us even in our 50s haven't figured it out you know a lot of 24 year olds have like you but what are you seeing or what what message would you share with your peer group if they would tune in and really listen to your experiences right now
0: yeah i would say to not conform to The way that you think you're supposed to live your life, to not conform to what the crowd is doing, to really find yourself and to go after individuality. So whatever that is and to embrace whatever differences you have, because that's what makes you special. And that's truly, you know, where you find your passion in life and where you're going to go. So I say find yourself. And when you find yourself, honor yourself honor who you want to be. If you have a goal on how you want to eat, how you want to look, how you want to be, what job you want to be working, start acting as that person now. The only thing holding you back from being that person is you thinking that, oh, I'm not that now, but you certainly are that because who you who you want to be, that's your true self. So the only way to become that person is to start acting like that person. The only way to be that person is to start making choices that align with that person that you want to be.
1: Think about the last time you bought a gift for a friend or family member. The better you know them, the easier it was to get them something memorable, right? Well, it's the same for brands that want to deliver memorable customer experiences. The better they know their customers, the more likely they are to establish strong relationships, exceed expectations, and build loyalty. At McKenzie, that's what we do. We empower brands to understand and connect with the person behind the purchase so their customer experiences are meaningful, unique, and truly valuable. Learn more at McKenzieCorp.com.
2: What leaders or you talked about an author that you admire in a book you read? Are there other mentors or leaders that you have that you look up to that you aspire to either in the nutrition and wellness field or even outside? Just people you look at and go, Well, wow, that's a life I really admire.
0: Um Yeah, I mean, I wanna say I want to mention my dad just because For I I honestly don't think I would be here without being exposed to him as a father and just being inspired by him my entire life I think has definitely brought me where I am. Um, He's always inspired me with his zest and Mm -hmm. um, just excitement for life and I have always just admired that in him and wanted to be like him and be so social like him and being able to help people and he has a very gentle heart as well
2: yeah
0: my dad has really inspired me with you know his whole entire life story and just he would always tell me growing up that I can be whoever I want to be that whatever I want to do I can do he's always supported my creativity my um, unconventional ways and thinking and um, just what I want to do with my life he's always been a big support of that of being whoever I want to be so
2: yeah, yeah, he calls himself a so because he's really good at not, he's, to be able to connect people is a gift because you have to really know people and you have to truly love people and he does and I see that in you and your family as well. I've gotten to know all of you fairly well and I'm really impressed with just the entire Garcia family and just the way mm-hmm. you guys live your lives and so it's really inspiring to me so I appreciate, appreciate you carrying that forward. What uh, longer term now, let's, so we talk 30, let's talk, you know, you're my age, you're in your fifties. When you look back at the, the next 25 years from now, and then you turn around and look back, what do you hope you see?
0: I hope I see that I've touched people's lives. I hope I see that I've helped save a lot of um, abandoned animals or animals that have been mistreated, or that I can, you know, I hope that I see that I've touched people's lives that they have become a better version of themselves, happier because I have helped them along the way. I hope that um, I see just a lot of um, a lot of joy in people. Yeah.
2: What's the best way for someone to reach you if they want to learn more about what you're doing now, or help, or be helped by what you're doing? What's how do they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, so they can find me on Instagram at HB wellness underscore.
2: Now talk about the exercise side. You talk about Pilates and yoga and these other things as well. I know a little bit about those things, but not a lot. But uh, talk for a moment to those that are just maybe interested. I know a lot of people are really interested in, in not just like going to the gym and working out like you talked about before, but it seems to me that Pilates and yoga and some of these other things are much more focused and and have more of an aspirational goal rather than I'm just gonna go to the gym and bulk up and get myself in shape. Talk about that a little bit and how Pilates ties into this whole wellness and the mental health side of things.
0: Definitely, so I mean the creator of Pilates, Joseph Pilates was um, actually someone who grew up sick with um, asthma and a couple other illnesses. And his mom was super into the holistic side of things and his dad was super into fitness and he always got teased as a kid. So he actually created Pilates movement and healed himself through Pilates. So Pilates is extremely healing to the body. Um, It focuses on mind concentration, mind-body connection. Um, It focuses on core strength and anybody of any age can do it. There's a ton of modifications that you can do to build yourself to truly become your best version of yourself through pilates. So I have grown up running, um playing tennis, playing basketball, softball. Um I've done weightlifting. I have done, you know, a lot of different things and my favorite way to move my body has been pilates. I completely fell in love with it. I, you know, it's like to do what is most natural to your body. We focus on not um making you like tap out from doing Mm -hmm. so many squats or doing so many exercises or movements we focus on just slightly fatiguing the muscles and um doing motions that are we use in our everyday life so that is what's most natural to us just like if we do anything to the extreme it's not Practical to last us for the rest of our lives. We're eventually going to get tired of having to work out super hard every single day, six days a week, pushing our body to the limit. We're going to get tired of that routine. And I find Pilates to be extremely sustainable for a lifetime. And I have actually found that it's built the most strength in my body more than weightlifting, which is something that normal people just would be like, no, that can't be. Right. But I, that's what I used to think. And then I tried it and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, this is amazing. And it helps get your mind off of whatever your day is. It just, you're really in the present moment, focusing on that mind body connection, being thankful for your body and for what it can do in that moment. So it has changed my life as well.
2: Can you talk about the importance of rest?
0: Definitely. So um, I think so many of us can get overwhelmed sometimes and trying to hit all of our goals. And sometimes we don't realize that our body is telling us that we need to take a rest. We need to take a moment to really do what makes us happy. So I think in that moment of rest, whether it literally be resting at home or maybe it's just finding like going to the beach, finding a place in nature, because sitting in nature really brings us back, I think, to what life truly is. It brings us back to that moment where we can just sit there and be like, wow, I can forget about everything that I'm going through. I can forget about the busyness of my day and truly take in this life. Um, There's something called forest bathing where you literally go into the forest, into nature, and it's healing to your body. Mm Um, so for me, it's nature, um, rest is very important because without that rest, then we can fail to be our best selves during, you know, the time, our peak time where we're out running errands, doing things, business. So rest is very important and without it, we won't be our best version.
2: Yeah. Gonna give you a 30 or 60 second commercial here, if you will to just look in the camera and talk to, there, there's that one individual that's gonna watch or listen to this interview that is really, and they might be 24, they might be 14, they might be 74. We have no idea who who we're going to touch and who we're going to inspire by our conversations on the podcast or just in life. We, you know, Every day I write in a gratitude journal and one of the things that I write more often than not is I wanna be able to touch, motivate, and inspire people throughout the day. And I never know if that's gonna come in the form of a conversation or an email, or a text message, or somebody I happen to see at the grocery store. So there's that one person who's looking at you right now as they're watching this, or listening to your words as they're driving in their car, listening to this podcast. Talk to them for a moment. Just tell tell them your your hope for them, or how can they get involved with you? And not the, how can they reach you? We've already talked about that, but the message, if you will, kind of that unique selling proposition, if you will, with, with what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So- If you're listening to this, you feel like it's tugging on your heart, you feel like you realize something about your own life in this, I want to encourage you to make that decision, whatever that is, that you know what it is in your heart that maybe you're that's not aligned with who you want to be. You know what that is that you're holding on to, that you shouldn't have to hold on to. You know what decisions you keep making that you know you don't want to do. So this is your sign, if you will, to let that go, to step out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's leaving someone, maybe it's quitting a job that makes you miserable to go after what you're passionate about. I just want to say, believe in yourself, believe in your capabilities, because I was there and I know what that feels like, and you are totally capable. And start with your thoughts. Start with thinking of yourself more highly. And you know it's proven that people who think of themselves more highly and value themselves more end up making better decisions and choices in life.
2: You mentioned some words there that I think about a lot. And uh, it's easy to say the words "let go." How would you help somebody let let go? You talked about some of the challenges and things you've been through in the last several years. What is the term "letting go"? me
0: yeah so for me letting go is just releasing what i know doesn't serve me and doesn't serve the life that i want so it could be something we love it could be a food it could be a relationship it could be something we love but that we know we're aware that is toxic for us and to me what that means is we can still love that thing that person from afar but realizing it's, it's only bringing me down. It's not for me anymore. Maybe that was meant for me in the past, but you know, growing and life is all about things coming and going. I think life is about how well we can let go of things and embrace what we have, embrace the unknown of letting go of whatever that is. So I think it's a mental space and just being able to accept that yeah, this doesn't serve me anymore i love it i appreciate what it's done in my life but i choose to let it go and when i let go i know there's going to be better out there for me whether that's a job whether that's food because there is better options for food letting go of certain you know delicious foods that aren't good for us and looking for the the foods that are healing for us there's always a better option and when we let go of something that doesn't serve us anymore no matter what it be there's always going to be a ton of opportunities that are going to serve us.
2: You've read a lot. You obviously are inspired by other people and what you've read and and just people you've watched and mentors and those that you've talked about. Have you ever, I know a lot of us think about our life story and we think about, gosh, if I were to write a book or there was a movie about my life, tell my story. If you've had those thoughts, what would you call it? If you were to write a book about your life to this point, have you ever thought about what you might call it or what comes to mind for you now? And i'm not looking for like help on what to call this podcast but just i'm curious if you know i pick up a book i look at it it's the marissa garcia story but here's a here's a title for it what would it say
0: yeah so honestly a couple years ago maybe like two years ago i wanted to write a book um helping to empower women because and to not be affected by other people to be a strong woman and that's something that i learned um, but now I honestly think it could be for anyone, any person to, to go after your dreams, to go after yourself, to not give up on yourself. So something along the lines of staying true to who you are and thinking about what you want to get out of this life. Mm-hmm. What emotions, is it joy, is it freedom, mental peace, clarity? Is it, you know, what things are you going to look back on and wish you would have done? that you're afraid to do that you're letting fear get in the way of
2: is there anything back when you're not to get specific but Mm -hmm. when you look back i i have a question that i ask a lot of people and it's if i could choose to do something over dot 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 does anything come to mind
0: (laughs) if i could choose to do something over i mean i wish there was a way to choose myself a long time ago I wish there was a way to to do that, but, you know, well, sometimes I'll, we have to learn the hard way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, most of the lessons we learn do come from the hard things. You know, when we're in that forest, all we see is trees, or when we're in the dark, dark room, all we see is darkness, and oftentimes we can't even remember what light looks like. And then it's like that, you know, you have a nightmare. You wake up in the middle of the night, it's 3 a.m., and you're like, oh, I wish the sun would come up in a hurry. Where you wake up and you've had that nightmare and the sun's coming up and it's just this peace. Okay, it's light outside again. And I think that really applies to our lives too. When we're going through the darkness, sometimes all we see is darkness, but when we start to see that little glimmer of light, it really, is, uh, it really brings a lot of hope. And I'm, I'm inspired by your story. I'm very inspired. I mean, I've known of your struggles and your battles as you were going through them. Cause like I said, I've known your dad for 10 years. So, you know, since you were 14, basically probably met you back you know in the in the middle Mm -hmm. or even before some of those struggles as well so it's really neat to see what you're doing with your life and I'm really inspired by not just the choices that you're making but the attitude that you have choices are one thing attitude is a completely different thing attitude leads to those choices and uh, I I hate to say I'm proud of you because that sounds so fatherly Mm -hmm. and I don't mean it that way Mm -hmm. but I'm proud of anybody that recognizes path that they're on might be self-destructive or might be destructive by what other people are doing to us and to choose out of that and that my inspiration that comes from talking with you is knowing that regardless of what path we're on we still have the choice to get out of it. I mean a prisoner can't choose to get out of prison but they can choose how to look. Um, Victor Frankl who was a prisoner of war back in I believe World War II might have been earlier. apologize to the history buffs who are listening and can't believe that I don't know that story but the, the, the purpose of sharing that is you know, he was in prison, but he chose to just make the most out of it and write and just think about peaceful things and think about being free. And, you know, prison is typically just in our mind, whether we're behind bars or whether we're just captive of, of our decisions or what other people are doing. So, thank you for having the courage to not only change your circumstances but now to make a life out of trying to change the circumstance of others animals and others who might be captive it's pretty cool what you're doing so thank you for that
0: yeah well thank you so much for you know talking with me and I loved being able to talk with you and share my story and hopefully inspire someone and um, yeah I'm just so appreciative that you know I am able to have this time with you so thank you so much
2: no I always ask my guests one last question uh, the title of my podcast is From the Heart because my last name is Heart. Mm-hmm. But it's also why I do what I do. The purpose of the podcast isn't necessarily to hear about while well, we do talk about what people are doing, the what always has a deeper why. And so, you know, I, I'm a podcaster. Well, why? Because I like to talk to people and record conversations. And hopefully those people can inspire others. I work with family businesses. Well, why? Because I believe you know, I can go into everything I do and really drill down to the why so i cap i capture that by asking one simple question i'll ask you now marissa garcia what's in your heart
0: i want to say hope hope
2: Mm -hmm. okay i'll drill down why or for what
0: hope for, for myself, but I think that radiates beyond myself. I think that means hope for um, other people. I think what I embody, other people are gonna become free to that as well. Other people are going to start to carry hope within themselves through me because of my testimony, my story, because I can help people. So I think I am going to help people feel hopeful for themselves. Also, I think there's a lot of animals out there who should have hope, even though they can't really have hope, Mm -hmm. who should have hope because I am determined to help as many animals as I can in my life and as many people. So I think there is hope for um, a better future for people and animals.